Okay, welcome along to another episode of the How I Caught the Wrestling Bug podcast. I'm delighted to say, joining me for this week's episode is the one and only <laughs> Deborah Lynn. Deborah, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well. You are the fourth female guest and uh, second in a row after oh. Mel was on the show last week. And uh, tell us a little bit about you then, because um, a lot of people who come on this show have done wrestling podcasts or they write about wrestling. You're a relatively new fan to wrestling, though, aren't you, as we will discover? Yeah, so I, um, I'm i a new fan. I discovered wrestling. Well, I was forced to discover wrestling in 2018. So I'm a new fan. I am one of the uh, good or bad, depending on what you think of us, NXT crowd every week. So if you watch NXT, those people cheering or booing, that's uh, that's me and my friends. So. so the first question is, what's your earliest memory? So you haven't really got to go too far back to think what your earliest no. memory of wrestling would be, but, but what, what would it be from like three years ago, three or four years ago? Yeah, it was uh, May 9th, 2018. And I went over to my friend's house because he had my money. So I was like, hey... Can I, uh, can I get that check from you? <laughs> and he was like, no, not yet, because my show's on and I'm front row. So I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> so it was a wrestling show and I hated everything about it. Um, I knew it was fake from when I was very little. I thought I was stupid. I had never seen the tiniest bit of it, but I just... I thought it was absolutely the stupidest possible thing. And I was very mad that he was going to make me sit for an hour and watch NXT. The first man that came out was a ricochet in a suit. And I have never looked back. (laughs) (laughs) I've been a fan ever since. The next question, when I devised this show, the next question was assuming that people started watching very, very young because um, it is who were the wrestlers that captured your imagination as a kid. Uh, But um, watching as an adult, Ricochet, you just mentioned, was the first one that sort of grabbed your attention, would you say? Oh, for sure. Um, he is a fun looking man in a suit and he can do some pretty amazing things. So instead of, you know, getting my check and leaving after we watched the whole episode, I was like, can I see some more of that? (laughs) And he showed me the ladder match with Ricochet, um, in, uh, New Orleans for the North American title. And I just, I was absolutely in love with the flippiness (laughs) And that's my favorite style. Um, I love lucha because it's very flippy. So that, like, Young Buck style is my favorite. So you would not be a fan of FDR, who uh, are famous for no flips, just fists. Um, Yeah. You're very very much like the opposite of that. (laughs) For sure. No, I do love FDR because I've seen them live uh, twice. And both times I was cheering for the team they were facing was jobbers. 
Um, so I was cheering for the jobbers. And both times they turned around, they're like, who are you cheering for? Who the F is? And then with the name of the jobber, who I can't remember now, but they, they're they very interactive <laughs> with the crowd. So I love, um, especially even the smaller shows, when you can really get kind of be part of the show. Yeah, it's more intimate and you can really react, you can really interact with the, the wrestlers a lot more than if you're in like mm-hmm. a big arena. Uh, but apart from Ricochet, I mean, who were the other sort of people that um, grabbed your attention right away? So I couldn't remember his name at first, um, but that first show that I watched on May 9th, Raul Mendoza. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, he does the flips also. Um, and Velveteen Dream who unfortunately is not really (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, I I know what you mean yeah (laughs) he's not one that you want to brag about like he had potential at one time to be to be a uh, big star but it didn't quite pan out for reasons we Mm. won't go into but yeah Yeah. (laughs) so what was the first um, live show that you attended um, so I think it was later that May, uh, Will was like, hey, I have tickets to a, a live show. Do you want Do you want to come with me? And I was like, yeah. So I got off work, went straight to the show. And um, about halfway through the card, Ricochet had a match against Velveteen Dream. It was like Christmas. So they they were very much your sort of two favourites at that time, would you say? Going against For each sure. other? Yeah. Oh yeah. The next question doesn't really relate to you at all because it's at any point did you lose interest in wrestling? So it sounds like from the minute you sort of watched NXT for the first time and as you say Ricochet came out with the, the suit on, you mm-hmm. wanted to see more and more. You want to see more and more of NXT and, and wrestling in general. So have you sort of been hooked ever since, really, would you say? Yeah, NXT for sure. Um, I didn't really start watching Raw or SmackDown until the Thunderdome was a thing. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think, I mean, I know what they were trying to do with the Thunderdome, but I, I'm one of those people that kind of preferred the NXT approach during the pandemic where they sort of rebranded the performance center. What was it? The capital wrestling center yeah, or whatever the it was. And, yeah. I kind of liked the, I kind of liked the aura of those shows a, a bit more than just wrestling in front of people on screens. Yeah. I mean, there are screens there too. Eventually it was funny. Cause oh yeah. It's a combination I'd of the be, two, wasn't there? I'd be on yeah. the screen and I'd also be there in person so I have a lot of selfies of me with me. <laughs> so um, NXT has been sort of weekly viewing for you more or less every ever since. And as you say, you actually attend the shows. But what else do you, I mean, you, you mentioned you watch Raw and SmackDown. Do you watch both of those shows every week now? If I get off from working time, I will, yeah. Um, not religiously. If I miss it, I miss it. I'm not going to go back. But... Ever since I was in the Thunderdome, I was on furlough. I wasn't working. So um, I'm a zoo educator, and the zoo was closed during COVID. So I was like, you know, 
I'm, and that's where my voice is going. I'm so sorry. That's, that's, that's <laughs> but, fine. <laughs> talking about animals all day. But yeah, so I was like, you know, the zoo's closed. Um, I found nothing else to do. So I was in the Thunder Dome every Monday and every Friday. And that's when I really started watching Raw and SmackDown was because of the Thunderdome. <laughs> well, during the Thunderdome era, if you like, um, the reports were that you were pretty much told what to do you were told who to cheer for who to boo that kind of thing is is that accurate were you sort of given instructions yeah it was pretty cool we could hear um them talking in gorilla sometimes so we could hear them calling like the camera cuts and things like that um and if the guys perhaps turn off his mic and he would say like okay this is charlotte we boo her um there's a couple where he like really didn't know <laughs> So he would be like, oh, we cheer, oh, we boo, oh, cheer, oh. But for the most part, they would say, okay, let's see those, you know, if Jeff Hardy comes out, let's see that Jeff Hardy dancing. So, and that was funny because in NXT, they would just pull random clips. So you'd see people behind us on the wall, like, doing a Jeff Hardy dance when, <laughs> you know, someone that's definitely not Jeff Hardy was coming out at NXT. So there was no sort of rhyme or reason to the screens in NXT. They just put up random clips from maybe Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, they would have us, they would say like, okay, act really excited. Um, and they would pull like excited clips for when matches were over. <laughs> and then they would have this like boo and they would play boos. But for the most part, it was literally random stuff that they recorded during the commercial breaks, actually. Um, so there's clips of me, like, eating and drinking because I thought they weren't recording us during that time. Um, and that showed up in the background at NXT. <laughs> so I was like, well, this is awkward, but okay. <laughs> but you still, even though obviously you weren't physically there for the Raw and SmackDown shows, you, you still felt like you were a part of it. As you as you say, you could hear them in Gorilla. Yeah, you, you so kind of cool. felt like you were part of the production. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. And if you got really into it, um, like acted excited, they would put you in the front row. So I was front row a couple of times for um, Raw and SmackDown. And it's so cool seeing yourself on TV like that. <laughs> so I got really excited. And when it comes to AEW, obviously, we're, as we record this, we're about to uh, we're about to watch Dynamite and, and find out who is going to be uh, stepping through the Forbidden Door. When was it you sort of got into AEW? When, when, when would that have been? So we watched the um, the two pay per views. I think there were only two before the live show, um, and then on that Wednesday when they first went live, I flew up to DC, and he and I watched uh live the first it was october 2nd i think 2019 and um we watched it live and then i flew back to orlando and got uh some heat from my friends <laughs> who were like excuse me you're nxt because they were on at the same time but i right I yeah, yeah yeah and and you I were sort of 
you were you were right there you know you were sort of in between the two in a way aren't you because being in the, in Florida I mean NXT and mm-hmm. AEW were both based out of Florida for so long during the the real height of the pandemic um so yeah you had sort of the best of both worlds in a way you could go mm-hmm. to AEW and NXT oh it was it was amazing well NXT was invite only um we were lucky enough to score the initial invite and then it was like don't miss a week because if you miss a week you probably won't get to come back <laughs> and we actually we were the two that got COVID in December so uh, we missed like a month because we were out with COVID and they wouldn't let us come back until we tested negative so so how do you feel about NXT as it is now I mean what are your what are your thoughts on uh, 2.0 mm-hmm. is that it's a great tag team in AEW, let me tell you. They're a great tag team. I love them. (laughs) But there's nothing really positive you can say about it. I mean, I think, I know Dolph Ziggler um, debuted last night on NXT. They need someone like that because these guys are are so, how can we put it, inexperienced. And they're, they're being put there on live, you know, live primetime TV every week, it they're gonna they're either gonna sw- sink or swim, and and most of them are gonna sink. So they they need someone like a Dolph Ziggler who, yeah, let, let's just say he's he's a he's a great hand to to use a wrestling term. Yeah, he's he's a really good worker. Um, I'm not sure just Dolph Ziggler alone is gonna get the job done, but it's a it's a step in the right direction, though, isn't it? Yeah, he he was pretty great last night. Um, And I think, like, Imperium being there still, Trump is still being there. Yeah, so there's still still some elements of the the black and gold era, if you like. But, um, yeah, I don't don't know. I think um, Bron Breaker's got a lot of potential, and there's there's other guys there that I see potential in as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's that old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, and... I saw nothing wrong with the original NXT. No, there is nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't getting the ratings that they wanted. And sadly, not two photos, not either. So, Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. But um, anything else apart from Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW? Do you watch any other wrestling at all? I'll watch GCW. They have pay-per-views. Oh, did you see the, the most recent one with the the Moxley and uh, Homicide match? I think so. Was that the one in <laughs> New York? That was the one at the... Was it the Manhattan Center, I want to yeah. say? Yeah. Yeah, that was really short. It was shorter than it should have been. Yeah, no, it absolutely was, yeah. Um, as far as the next set of questions, uh, favourite wrestler of all time? Now, you've only been watching, as you say, for a short period of time, but who has been your... Would it, would it be Ricochet or would it, would it be somebody else for that? I'm actually going to go with Raul Mendoza. Okay. He was the jobber. You'll be shocked to hear that's the very first time someone said that for favourite wrestler of all time. For <laughs> <laughs> Raul. He, um, when he got kidnapped on March 11th, I was... Very excited. They were finally giving him a storyline. And now he's got a little stable, so. Yeah, I'm excited to see where Legato goes. 
I feel like they're going to get ruined on the main roster, so I'm kind of not hoping that they get moved up. <laughs> but also, they deserve it. They, they've put the time in, so... Have you sort of gone back and have you seen any sort of wrestling from the past at all or is it all sort of modern stuff that you've seen? Cause I, I know you said that uh, you kind of were dismissive of wrestling over the years and, and you, you, you considered it all sort of fake and why on earth would you want to get into that? But um, any anything from the past at all that you've seen? Uh, we're going back through the first season of Raw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me just watch WrestleMania 9. Oh, that is not the best WrestleMania to to, <laughs> to watch from Caesar's Palace. Mm-hmm. Toga. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that what the uh, the post was about with uh, Brian and? Um... Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realise that. I I'm so out of the loop with uh, my F4W shows. I didn't realise they were going back and and rewatching all that stuff again. Yeah, um, we're watching it as they go. So. But I was on the Brian and Vinny. I was actually on the Brian and Vinny and Craig and Granny show as a co as a guest host. I don't know if you heard that week that I was on, but uh, I'm sure you did. But uh, yeah, no, I didn't realise. Why would why would you want to go back and watch WrestleMania nine? I mean, why would you do it to yourself? I suppose they they want to. I know that you know Brian sits through three hours of Raw every week. And you would think that would be enough. Why would you want to go back and watch terrible shows well, in the past? they're only one hour long. Well, yeah, the, the Raws were okay. was only an hour. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Raws were a lot better when they were an hour, that's for sure. But uh, favourite match of all time. Uh, have you got a, a, a choice for that? I do. So it was that house show. September 21st, uh, 2018. It was uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Roddy Strong. Oh, yeah. Versus Humberto Carrillo and Raul Mendoza. It was amazing. I'm it was a house show, but it was amazing. I'm pretty sure that they must have done a match like that on television, I want to say, because I, I know it was a house show, so I wouldn't have seen it. I'm sure I saw a match with those those four. Maybe they, maybe they didn't, but that sort of rings a bell. They may have done that on a... NXT show as well, maybe, one week. I might be wrong. But um, what's the best show you've attended live, would you say? Probably would it be that house show? Deliver. Oh, stand, you were at Stand Deliver, were you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that the first yeah. one? Because they've done, they've done two, have they done two now, or is it three? I think it's two, isn't it? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. No, I think I think they've done two. So this would have been the the first one. Actually, I've got a c- computer right in front of me. I could just I could just look it up, couldn't I? Um, but it was the one with um, Walter versus Yuri Taganov. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was Stand and Deliver. I'm just looking it up right now. Um, Walter and Tommaso Ciampa. Oh yeah, that was the that was the Liver show from last year, twenty twenty one. So, are you, are you talking this year? Oh no, hang on. There was two nights of it, wasn't there? Um, I'm getting confused now. Yeah, there was two nights on the first one. So, are you talking about the second one from this year? Um, maybe. 
I don't know. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice just went all the way away. That's okay, that's okay. Uh, I'm just looking up now, stand and deliver. This is great audio, isn't it? Um, I can always take it out, though. <laughs> no, I'll leave it in, I'll leave it in. Um, stand deliver 2022. Let's have a look at the card for that one as well, which doesn't seem on this show. They haven't done... I actually haven't done Stand Deliver this year, have they? Because that's the weekend of um, WrestleMania. Mania week, yeah. So yeah, there's only been one Stand Deliver. That's why we're getting confused. Yeah, so the the card for the first one, that means that there was two nights. Did you go to both nights? Yes. So you had Pete Dunne and Kushida. Um, there was a six-man eliminator match with Bronson Reed, Swerve Scott, Cameron Grimes, LA Knight... Dexter Loomis and Leon Ruff. Uh, Walter against Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, MSK against uh, the Grizzled Young Vets and... Uh, Legado. The Gado. Yeah, the Gado del yeah. Fantasma. Yeah, and that was Raquel, a really good match. And Raquel against Io Shirai. I think that was the match where Raquel won the uh, the women's title from, uh, from uh, Io. And then night two... You had Santos Escobar against Jordan Devlin. Well, they um, they had the unification match, didn't they, for the uh, undisputed <laughs> cruiserweight title? Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart uh, versus The Way. Uh, Johnny Gargano against Bronson Reed. Karrion Cross. Oh, that's where Karrion Cross beat Finn Balor for the uh, NXT title as well. And then uh, Carlo Riley and Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match. Which went way too long. It did forty minutes. We were, no, I love Adam Cole. I love Carlo so Ryder, but that's a, that's a long match, isn't it? By the end, they were like, they were coming by saying, "Like, we'll give you a T-shirt if you just cheer, please cheer." <laughs> um. So, how do you feel about Adam Cole and, and Carlo Ryder now being in AEW? I'm so excited! I can't wait to see where they go. It's a shame that Roddy's not with them, isn't it? Because they've got Adam, they've got Kyle, yeah. they've got... Um, they've got Marina. Yeah, <laughs> they've got uh, Bobby Fish, but no uh, but no Roderick Strong, which is a shame. But uh, I wonder yeah, yeah. what they'll do with um, when Kenny comes back. Do you think they'll do Kenny in the Bucks against uh, Adam Cole and um, O'Reilly and Fish? I hope so. That would be a hell of a match. call it Undisputed Era, but... Uh... It's undisputed era versus the elite. Yeah, I wonder what they would call them though. They, they, they because the worst thing you can do, you know, when when they had um, Finn Balor and um, actually, you may not have been watching at this point, but they had Finn Balor, Gallows and Anderson all together, and they, uh, I think, they also had AJ Styles with Gallows and Anderson at some point as well. But they called them the club because, of course, you've got the Bullet Club, but they couldn't call them that, so they called them the club, which I think is a really poor name to use but um, I suppose they could call them Undisputed but that would be a naff name as well wouldn't it really I don't know I don't know what I'd do but anyway um, the last question I always ask everyone is a, is a really hard one to uh, answer in a way because there's so many ways you can go at answering it but if you could change one thing about wrestling what would it be so is there one thing that you as a relatively new fan to it is there one thing you don't like about it that you wish you could change? As like a female fan, I would say um, gatekeeping. 
I don't know if that's the right word for it, but things like where I'll go to a show and people will be like, like I went to a um, New Japan show. They did a New Japan show in, in uh, Tampa, which is like two hours away. And they never come here, so we, we had to go. And in line to get in, some guy came up to me. He's like, can you even name five New Japan wrestlers? Uh, right, so I named okay. five New Japan wrestlers, but like... <laughs> That's not something that I should have to deal with. I just want to watch some flippy stuff. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't go up to another guy and say that. But because you're a female, he's like, oh, she doesn't. She doesn't really like wrestling. You know, you're you're just there with your boyfriend or whatever. You know, you're not. He's not really a fan. Well, why not? I mean, that is just such a such a backward mentality. Um, and. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a kind of thing, yeah, you shouldn't have to fill up with stuff like that because wrestling fans can come in all forms. They, you know, male, female, black, white, whatever, from any background. If you like wrestling, you like wrestling. You're all just there as wrestling fans. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a real... It's, it's a kind of thing you shouldn't have to put up with, definitely. But so how was that show, by the way, though? It was really good. There's some primo flippy stuff. So really, I have to ask you now, Deborah. Can you name five guys from New Japan? Linda, <laughs> <laughs> who's your favourite from New Japan? Who, who's your favourite guy there? Well, it was Will Osprey because he does the flips. Oh, okay. God, I should have. I should have known it would be Will Osprey. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the match that he had with? Ah, um, oh, what's the guy's name? Um, it's like three three letters. Um, he had the match. I think it was over. It was over here on a. On a um, uh, Rev Pro show, uh, and Dave was no. raving about it. I can't remember what's the guy's oh, name. Oh, I need to watch it. This is going to drive me crazy. I think you have to actually be, you have to join the Rev Pro on demand to watch it. This is going to drive mm. me mad. I'm trying to think of this guy's name now. Oh, it's uh, Michael Oku. O- Oku. Have you heard no. of him before? Not at all. No, they had a really, they had a really good match, uh, which um, Dave was um, going crazy about, as, as Dave does, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, I think I really love a lot. Of, there's a lot of great flippy stuff in that, that's for sure. But so, so yeah, Will Ospreay will be the kind of guy that you would love to see in AEW, I'd imagine. Oh, for sure, more flippy stuff. Maybe please. he'll go through the for- forbidden door. You never know. Oh, mm, would he count though? I don't know, because cause a lot of people are speculating it's going to be Keith Lee or it's going to be Karrion Cross, or it's going to be somebody that was in WWE. But my understanding is Forbidden Door means someone who's aligned with another company, and those guys are all free agents. So it kind of has to be somebody. I know Jay White's name has been thrown out there a bit. I, I would love to see Jay White. Obviously, he's done some stuff of impact. Um, Jay White would be a great addition to the roster in AEW. Uh, but, um, yeah, it, it kind of has to be somebody, I think, that's with another company, does it not? Going through the Forbidden Door? I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious what who it's going to be tonight. We'll see, I guess we'll see. In uh, 15 minutes. Do you um, think that 
AEW, I see one of the big criticisms of AEW is they're bringing in too many guys now. I mean, obviously, we're signing Punk and Danielson, Adam Cole, you know, O'Reilly and Fish have come in, and, and you had um, Dan Housen now uh, is all elite as well. I mean, they're bringing in people like it seems every week there's somebody new. Uh, they were going to bring in Brian Kendrick, of course, for that match against Moxley, and, and for very good reason. They did not uh, bring in Brian yeah. Kendrick. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, do you think they can carry on with this? This Because it, it kind of, in a way, and obviously you won't really get the reference because you're a new fan, but this kind of feels like WCW back in the mid-90s where they would bring in a new guy every week. It's like a new guy was appearing on Nitro every week. Um, they can't sustain it, surely. I mean, and and to be honest with you, there's only so much opportunity for the guys there is now. So when is enough enough, do you think? And, and they have to kind of think, right, OK, as much as I would love to sign more people, Tony Khan has to go, right, that's enough. We've got too many guys now. I, <clears throat> sorry again, my voice is terrible. I like it the way it is now because... I don't see the same five matches every week like I do on Ron SmackDown. Yeah, it's good they can just they can just sort of rotate and and if you don't see someone for a couple of weeks on Dynamite, who cares? Because you know they it, they're not overexposed then and they're not appearing every single week and it makes them feel more important. You know, if if you're not seeing a guy every single week wrestling the same old match, it makes them. Yeah, you you look forward to the next time you see him a lot more because you don't see him as regularly as as you would if they were on Raw or SmackDown. If that makes any sense. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is. No, that's it's fine. Terrible. That's just... <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> Deborah, I want to thank you very much for coming on. This is a relatively short one in comparison to the others, only because, as you say, you're you're a relatively new fan. <laughs> Your voice is, is going, and we obviously want to watch uh, Dynamite soon. But, um, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, to have you on, and uh, we'd love to have you back at some point. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll can tell our stories. <laughs> How you forced me to watch wrestling. <laughs> no, because he's got his own – he's been watching since he was little, so. Oh, I'd love to – yeah, I'd love to get him on and, and uh, have him on the show. Absolutely, definitely, yeah. He's got an open invitation anytime he wants to uh, – Anytime he wants to come on, he's more than welcome to. Oh, thank you. I will let him know. So, for Deborah, I'm David signing off, and thank you for listening to another episode of the How I Caught the Wrestling Bug podcast. <laughs>